right, guys. Welcome back. We are excited to be here. So excited. It is actually Tuesday morning when we're recording this. We're re-recording this. Yes, because we recorded this before, but we are doing it again. That's how much we love you guys. Why are we doing it again, Well, because, you know, sometimes, you know... The Holy Spirit The Holy Spirit leads me in a different (laughs) direction while I'm preaching, and so we have to redo some stuff. So we're doing that. Uh, Before we jump in and we talk about what we're going to be... kind of chatting about in small groups tonight, tomorrow night, and the next. A um, couple things we want to catch you up on is is we have uh, uh, stuff coming up for student ministries, particularly winter camp. We've been talking about it a lot on the weekend. We are filling up, so we have a few spots left. Just want to remind you about that. But outside of all church announcements, we do have some small group specific stuff we want to talk with you about. Yay! And that is, is exciting news is Kristen Helso, who has been leading our children's ministry out of our wine country campus for years now, is transitioning, and she's actually be joining uh, our small group ministry team and helping Beth out and Beth and I out on a lot of stuff, particularly when it comes to uh, emails and communication and a lot of things like that. And so she is going to be writing the weekly email for us, and she'll be sending that out. She'll also be uh, doing a lot of the communication as far as when new people get want to get put inside of a group. Yes. So if you get an email from Kristen Hessel, please do her the kindness by opening it and responding promptly. Yeah. And she's and so at first she's gonna be working really, really closely with us, but as she kinda gets into this, she's gonna be helping us all out immensely on this, making sure that we're uh, staying timely with our emails and making sure the whole machine is running smoothly. And let's just be honest. We all we all know that I need as much help <laughs> as we, I possibly can bo- get. We both do, Tim. Yeah. And so uh, I am super excited to have Kristen jump on board and, and really make sure that we, we're doing a great job. One of the things that we are trying to do is we're trying to be able to make sure that you guys have everything that you need to be able to lead at the highest level that you can, that we take away a lot of the legwork for you. Uh, that's part of the reason why we do this podcast. That's the reason why Beth puts together the leader notes every week. But we're also going to be trying to help you guys find some great resources to uh, push you as a leader and also to make sure your group um, runs smoothly. And Kristen's going to be helping us out with that. So great things to come. Excited to have Kristen come on. If she emails you or calls you, pick up the phone. Thank her. Yes, and then yes, yes. do what she says. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Now, jumping into the intersect this week, uh, we had the first week of our Chosen series. Which the stage looked amazing. Yes, Jessica Earnhardt, Marvin Farr, lots of people helped out with that. Oh, it looks so cool. Really where that came out of is we had a lot of fun oh, this December with our Christmas uh, decor. And we said, what what can we do that would be fun for this new series? And so we came up with that. Hopefully it's just a reminder as we go through this series uh, you know, of what God is going to do and help us kind of kind of get centered as we come into the church. But this weekend, as we jumped into it, <clears throat> I went through chapter one. So I did a whole chapter of scripture, by the way. I'm patting myself on the back. Yes. Oh, I, I made it through. Hearty, I mean, hearty Mind chapter. you, the first service, I felt like I was sprinting to the end pretty hard. But the other two, you know, I, I think I, I didn't have to run so hard to the end. But we all got there. Um, hearty chapter of scripture. We covered a lot. in. <clears throat> if you noticed it, I, I actually hopped around because there's a lot of things we could have settled on. There's actually multiple sermons that we could have preached out of chapter one, but mm-hmm. we're not going to be in first Samuel for three years. And so we're, we're going to cruise through it pretty quickly. And so uh, that being said, your group might come in with very different perspectives, very different um, kind of key points. So as we jump into the intersect and you'll notice that the first question is written a little bit differently this week. 
And that was done on purpose. Uh, my hope is, is that some of you I know, oh, it's the same question every week. And so we're just going to skip over it. Don't. Make sure that uh, we come in. It's not because we want to hear, oh, Steve did a really good job this weekend. Or, oh, Tim, mm-hmm. you know, did a great job this weekend. Tim did an okay job. Yeah, he, he <laughs> mumbled through most of the English language, but it's fine. You know, whatever. It's like, it's what was the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart through that time that we spent together? And what's really cool about that question is as you notice the different things that stick out to people, that's really where their heart is. Mm-hmm. And so of the four points that Tim gave, um, four or three points that Tim gave, there's going to be different things that stand out to different people. As you lead and you start to notice a trend, maybe there's something every week sticks out about, you know, a conviction of their heart or their time. That's what they're processing. That's what they're dealing with. And so that's going to be things that stick out to them. So it's really important that we ask this question and that we pay attention to what the different people answer. And even why, why, why that one thing? Mm-hmm. And so go, you know, back that up with a couple of questions. There was somebody uh, who was here and I don't know what service they were at, but they posted on Facebook this week. And honestly, they quoted me to be honest with you all. I don't ever remember saying what she said. Hmm. I said, hmm. and so part of that's like, okay, Maybe I'm smarter than I thought I was, <laughs> but then no, 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 no. That's the Holy spirit speaking directly to her mm-hmm. on something that she needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote it down. She actually posted on it. She's holding to that. She's going to be in one of your small groups. I know whose small group she is. I'll let you all figure it out. But that being said, like, so your people are coming in, there might be something that no one else heard, but the Holy spirit delivered. So what are those things? And then what are the questions? Uh, this chapter it, like many chapters in the scripture are one that can bring up a lot of questions. Pay attention to that. You're talking mm-hmm. about polygamy, talking about polygamy, infertility, yeah. all these types of things. Talking about how God chose to not close allow her to have room. kids. Close room. Yes. Like, that's a tough. Yes. And I skipped, you noticed, I skipped you, right you over that. Totally like, over that. Right over that. I'll let you all deal with that in your groups tonight. That being said, we're jumping to uh, question number two, trying to make it a little bit light, but um, talking about uh, Hannah finding joy in the act of petition. Uh, question number two is like, what are we finding joy in? I was super convicted actually yesterday on Monday, my day off. Um, you know, you ever been one of those weeks where you just have so much going on, you get to the end of the week and, and the, the work week might be done, but your mind's not. Mm. That's where I was yesterday. That's me every week. Yeah. yeah. I'm just sitting there kind of running and I'm on my daddy daughter date with Briar mm. and we're out at Starbucks and she's there and I pull up my phone and I'm answering emails and the guy that I go, Pete, down here at the Old Town Starbucks, mm-hmm. I see him almost every day. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, hey, man, is this your daughter? She's so cute. And I was just like, ah, oh, dang it. I'm not finding joy. What am I finding joy in? I'm finding joy in my daughter. Put my phone away. Engaged. Took her to the park. Did the whole thing. That being said, what are you finding joy in? To me yesterday, it was a beautiful day with my daughter. Thank goodness Pete, my barista, reminded me <laughs> to pay attention to my daughter. And I did that. Um, what do you guys find joy in moving into the passages, uh, this week, um, trying to help us con- see, trying to get wrapped our mind around this idea is, is our faith. Um, it was this last point and I did mm-hmm. speed through it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and this is a point that I really feel like God is continually to work on my heart. So, you know, heads up, this will probably be somewhere in the sermon in the future too, mm-hmm. as God continues to work something through me. But this idea is our faith just simply truths that we cling on to is our faith truths that we apply. 
And, and so this idea is, is this just an intellectual concept? Is this just a pursuit of knowledge? Or is this something that we're actually allowing to change us from the inside out? That's what those passages are there for. Um, they, they, they're probably self-evident. This Ephesians passage the, um, uh, and, and also the James passage. And we have a couple of good follow-up questions. It'll be on your note sheet as yeah. well. But one of just a really good follow-up question um, is just, how do you live a life worthy of your calling? Yeah. And that's um, that four, one and two. Yeah. And that's an Ephesians passage. So always um, not just letting them read the scripture and just be like, okay, the next thing, you know, but just ans- asking questions that come out of that. Because Tim Tim brought this up before. And all weekend, I try to live a life worthy of yeah. the calling that Jesus put on my heart. Super convicting when you think about it that way. And, and like people, I don't know what I'm called to. Well, are you a, are you a wife? Are you a husband? Mm-hmm. Are you a parent? Called all of us to are be you disciple friend? makers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you living a life worthy of your calling? A, mm-hmm. if you, you know, at the Super Bowl, did you live a life worthy of being called a follower of Jesus Christ? Mm. You know, A, at, at, at the workplace on Monday morning, when everyone else who did not live a life worthy of their calling over the weekend came in a little bit on edge, you know. They call it Super Monday. What is that? What, there's a thing? There's oh, a thing, we're, Super we're Monday. On, we don't have time for this. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I did break up the passages into two different sections. And the second session there is actually really important. Um, First Samuel, the, the second chapter, again, the chapters and verses were put in by man, not put in by God. And so the chapter one ends, but actually that scene doesn't end. And the first 10 verses of the second chapter there are actually a song or a prayer that Hannah uh, gives forth right there. It says that when at the end of chapter one, it says, then they worship together. Well, as an act of worship, this is what Hannah did. She actually spoke forth this beautiful song, by the way. Hannah, way better at words than I am. I'm mm. just saying this is a beautiful, beautiful prayer. But I, I just want you to kind of have our group read through that and just hear that where her heart is at in this moment of handing her son over mm-hmm. to the Lord to be mm-hmm. and then walking away where her heart is at. What are the main themes there? What do you see? And then <clears throat> where where can you and maybe how could you pray like that? And what would a prayer look like? A prayer of praise based on what God is doing in your life right now look like. Mm. So what I'm asking you to do is if this might be a little too real for your group, but what if you were to take a moment and write down your own prayer, just like Hannah did in that moment, what would that sound like? And then lastly, um, we're going back to kind of what we did in question number three, but we're looking at this idea of the difference between what is true and what is real. Um, this is, this is a question where I'd want to be done in split group. Mm-hmm. And this is a question where we're really going to ask, where are those areas of inconsistency in your life? It's just a different way of asking it. Where are those areas? When, and honestly, when I was preaching it this weekend, this section was really hard to get through because there are some people where you could just see, like, they, they didn't need me to explain this. They already know mm-hmm. where, where, where what the Bible says is true is not real for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about areas of sin. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about areas of deep hurt, woundedness, and struggling, struggle. I'm talking about how, you know, how the life has beat them up and, and yet God wants to come and do a work, but they have not allowed him to do the work yet. So what are those areas in your life where, uh, God is declaring these truths, but yet you have not really accepted them and, and watching the crowd respond to that passage is in these things where they know this is true, but they're just not, they're just not doing it yet. Um, it could be a really good conversation. That's a good um, time. And how we, how we do that. So 
we're hoping that this uh, proves to have some great discussion, but not just discussion. We're hoping that our discussions prove to have fruit or rather change in our lives and that we could become more and more like him as we discover following together. Awesome. Thanks guys. Take care. Thank you.